This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays, Jim and Tom. And we are here to talk about Father's Day. A little late, but we're going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> Celebrating the real MVPs, the fathers. And I feel like we missed an opportunity in May to talk about talk about mothers. Right. We'll do that next year. Sure. We'll have Mom's, Mom's Day on the podcast <laughs> next year. But we have some lighthearted dad stories and we're going to talk TV dads and a bunch of fun stuff about fathers. But... Before that time, we were going to get into some, some news. Because right. a lot has happened. It's new comic book day. It's the first time recording on a Wednesday for a full episode. It's yeah. a lot of fun. I could talk about all the comics I bought, but <laughs> I won't bore you. We've talked about it on the podcast, and everywhere in the geek world's talked about it. Disney, Fox, Comcast, that billion-dollar threesome that's been happening. Disney offers $60 million, Comcast offers 65 point whatever, and now Disney came in and opened the, knocked on the door and said... You can call me daddy and drop $71.4 billion bid on Fox. Yes, that's huge. $71 billion. It's crazy. Like, that could end, like, our national debt. Yeah. Or, or at least put a, a big What's chunk crazy out. about it is Comcast said, okay, well, here's our offer, right? And that was, what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. So Disney only needed, like, two or three weeks to say, you know, go do the calculations and say, yeah. We could throw another eleven billion billion dollars yeah. at it. Let's see how The Incredibles opens. Right, and yeah, we'll that's just, true. We'll put that couple hundred million dollars a day, <laughs> and they broke records, and yeah. we have that coming up soon. But they just come out and they say like, we had a week, and they just waited a week of park money, <laughs> and just threw it at them and said, you know, pull up. Right. How much more money do you have, Comcast? Well, I, I this is two giant media empires, like yeah doing a dick measuring contest yeah and and and, and disney won now what's comcast got is don't cable yeah they have which, fan- you know, it's a huge revenue they, i mean they're they, both huge companies they right? own fandango oh do they i didn't know that until i read an article of what they would own and that was the main thing like okay they would own fandango but like nbc yeah and you and buying nbc they got all of universal movies okay so they got like jurassic world that's a that's an xfinity comcast yeah. thing now so what we like what we neglect is that Warner Brothers sold for $86 billion to, well, Time Warner sold to uh, AT&T. Yeah. So, like, AT&T's in control of the DCEU now. Oh, my God. We're going to see, I like, we're going to just see, like, uh, who Lily. She's going to be in every <laughs> DC movie, every just Warner Brother movie. But what I've read was that this is set in stone. Like, this is going to okay. happen. And you had asked what we're going to, like, what we're going to get, like, what you and I are going to get from Disney. Yeah. Um, Disney's going to be getting National Geographic. Oh, wow. Uh, Fox TV's channel, okay. which is called New Fox now. But it's everything, every Fox channel except for... Fox News. Fox News, right? And and Fox Sports. Right? No, they get Fox Sports. Do they really? Mm-hmm. They get Fox Sports. They get turn the, it into ESPN 8. Right, the Ocho from Dodgeball. <laughs> We're going to finally get it. Uh, we have the FX Networks. Okay. They get, yeah. they get 30% of Hulu becoming the majority stake wow because they'll have 60 percent of hulu now uh they get proper like they get all of like the mcfarland stuff so so they get uh disney was going to release to, to touch on that hulu stuff for, for a second disney was going to release 
their own they're going to release yeah, their own streaming it. app why don't they just hijack hulu or maybe they just I, I just take... think they, they can't buy that other 40 percent i mean they could they could probably buy the other 40 percent out but why not right like, like put all foxes the new foxes stuff yeah, over on okay. hulu and then marvel star wars pixar right disney princesses all right there you can even like you can take the disney channel shows and even put that on hulu so like the marvel fans don't have to see wizards of waverly place yeah so weird so like they put the they have a majority of their tv shows like some of the best tv shows on netflix yeah now they're going to own a majority of hulu mm-hmm. and now they're going to have their own streaming yeah so. it's it's monopolizing everything yeah. they should have bought the expanse yeah you know what i mean they no, I, don't, I don't know they could, uh, oh well they, it's, it's at a happy home in Amazon. Right. But they also get, like, the National Geographic thing's huge, too, because that means that, you know, they did those, like, Flim- Crimson Wing documentaries and, like, Growing Up Wild, all that stuff. Yeah. Now you can distribute that on National Geographic. Like, I don't yeah. think a lot of people know about the Disney wildlife videos. Right. But now we're going to see it. Like, it's going to be mainstream. Yeah, there's a lot. But they get more, Tom. They get Blue Sky Studios, which uh, produces Ice Age, the Peanuts movie, Rio, yeah. Robots, Ferdinand, all that they get another animation studio that they absorb. So that's more animators to join Pixar. Well, that's what I was thinking. Are they even going to... They're not going to... They maybe they'll absorb the properties, but yeah. they're not going to maintain a studio, are they? I think I think what... As exciting as this is for fans of the Marvel stuff, I feel like from a, a person looking in, on the in, outside looking in, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. Oh, yeah. And definitely. a lot of... With one or two major conglomerate studios, a lot of ideas aren't going to be yeah. bought. So I feel like you're going to see a lot of the incl- uh, influx of Netflix movies and Amazon direct movies and stuff like that. It's, I don't know, it could be good, it could be really bad. Well, yeah, a lot of people are going to probably lose jobs that they've had for a long time. Yeah. Or their job uh, stability is probably going to be lost. But also, with the amount of good like freelance stuff being done and the ability to sell to amazon and yeah. netflix directly and maybe not hulu now yeah. but i you know there could be a lot of jobs out there for those kind of people too yeah. so and we'll see and you know i'm hoping that everybody lands safely like they right. have a parachute and they've saved some money but you know they, they probably for haven't. disney i think make this work i i think obviously they have to get rid of some people yeah i think the studio executives and like the 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 higher earners of these companies that they're absorbing are gone yeah like i see that happening and like the lower level guys like the pick the the interns they're probably gone too but like the animators are going to go over to disney and you're gonna have more properties coming out well yeah i mean if they're going to absorb uh ips they're going to have to have people to do it and uh, you know pixar people are working on pixar movies right now yeah like a crossover like you think about like the Mickey Mouse crossing over with Charlie Brown. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's two iconic characters. Or or Ferdinand, which just came out last year, and that had John Cena in it. You bring that into a world of I don't know Bambi or something like that. You can totally revitalize some of these these right. dead properties and make them bigger. But that's not even like the stuff that matters. Like that's just animation. They get the X Files. Right. I wrote some sci-fi stuff. They get the X Files. Uh, our mutual favorite Avatar. <laughs> So that that just means that the the Pandora Island that they made in Animal Kingdom is now their own. Yeah. They get Planet of the Apes, Predator, 
Patriots. They're pro. They're huge. Yep. Die Hard. Wow. Alien. Independence Day, <laughs> The Martian, our favorites, X Men, Deadpool, and Fantastic Four. Right. But they also get the Orville, uh, Family Guy, American Dad, The Simpsons, all that wow. stuff. Yeah. And, you know what a lot of people have been nervous about is are they going to maintain the R ratings for yeah. the stuff they pick up? I think they're smart enough. You know, Deadpool. They have to. Deadpool made hundreds of millions. A Deadpool three. Yeah without you know putting a pg-13 is going to pay for some of that 71 billion dollars yeah a deadpool 3 where you can move everyone into it now like you yeah, can yeah. have star lord and deadpool interact right and you could have deadpool fight i don't know he could be in the eternals yeah and he could fight thanos like it could be just crazy right there's so much that could possibly happen and just the fact that this is going to happen which it seems like just like my mind's racing. Yeah. Like Fantastic Four is well, coming home. Yeah, I, I'd l- definitely. Uh, Stan Lee's got to stick around for another couple of years yeah. so he can get some cameos. Yeah, they just need to film a thousand cameos. <laughs> uh, but now, like, uh, you know, another existential threat after Thanos, we could have Galactus mm-hmm. and, and Doctor Doom done right. And, yep. Mr. Sinister, X-Men, Mag- just new Magneto. We could reboot X-Men altogether. Yeah. We could have, uh, for some reason, we have Scarlet Witch. Now we could talk about who her dad is. Mm-hmm. And, and we could have Quicksilver back if they care about it. But Yeah, right. which Quicksilver, though? Is it going to be Kick-Ass Quicksilver, or is it going to be the, the ass kick from Kick-Ass? <laughs> because they both were in the same movie. Yeah. I don't know. I think Evan Peters works better. Yeah, I mean, but he's dead. Yeah, but so is... Well, no, that's Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dead. Yeah. I I feel like if you bring Quicksilver back, you bring it back in Avengers 4, and it's Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson just to mess with uh, Scarlet Witch. But she's dead, too. She well, dissolved. I watched yeah. Avengers again this, uh, this, this earlier this week, and uh, just emotional. Like, I was so <laughs> emotional. The thing that sticks out about this deal, though, is not only the properties, but the potential of the directors that that do these properties yeah. like if they were going to continue like another you get ridley scott coming to disney matthew Re- uh matt reeves like the fact and james cameron but you <laughs> you get these guys even shane black i mean he's done iron man 3 but he comes with the new predator yeah like if this is finalized before september or before august they get all the money from predator right like it's just crazy the possibilities yeah. with this uh it, it is you know and I, it's a shame that well it's great yeah. We're, we're happy we get everything but you know i'm i'm not nervous i think they're smart enough to know let's keep it the way it is and they put out pretty r-rated racy stuff yeah. on, on netflix so that's why i'm like they should be okay but you know to leave that like you can't like in the past you could hide that you made this major acquisition yeah. and they could like you know be a shadow company but now everything's like known, so you can't hide the fact that Disney just spent a hundred, you know, seventy-one billion dollars on yeah. something. So it's it's ridiculous. But sticking on, I guess, the Disney trope and everything. John Lasseter from Pixar got a little handsy. Yeah, he was part of the whole uh, Me Too yep. movement. So Another he, one. Yep, and this this was probably the, I don't know, it was probably the saddest one. Like him and Stan Lee for me was like, oh man, not you guys. But. I, I think the Stan Lee one kind of shook itself out and yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah, like, his, his whole life is falling apart. Like I don't even. But want it's to, not now. Uh, now, 
He had but gunmen like, at his house. Yeah, but he came out and said that like all the stuff about his kids were lies. Yeah, like and people he stealing his, his blood. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's suing Powell uh, for like forty billion dollars. He's yeah. suing for Disney money. Like it's just crazy. But I hope he like his life sorts itself out even more than what it, where we're at uh, now. He's ninety five. Well, no, he just turned ninety six. Yeah. Uh, and he, now he just started going on Twitter, oh <laughs> doing videos on Twitter. Yeah, and he's just posting like <laughs> Spider Man is my favorite. I love yeah. Tom Holland, and it's just like your grandpa on Twitter, and you're right. like, yeah, I love this. But John Lasseter's leaving Pixar, yeah. and he had put out some of the greatest animated movies ever, and he, he executive yeah. produced those. He's gone now. Peter Doctor, who has a great name, <laughs> um, and he's from he co-directed Up, Inside Out, two of my yeah. favorites. And Jennifer Lee, who directed Frozen and co-wrote Wreck-It Ralph, are now going to be heading Pixar. I don't think it's a huge deal. Neither do I. Because it's got so much momentum and, yep. so, and such a head of steam that, yeah, he did. He probably, you know, was a driving force for a long time. But just on existing properties, existing stories, yeah. you could get by for another 5, 10, 15 years. Yeah, they could have just promoted Brad Bird. Right. Yeah, I mean... He's killing it. But, I mean, even on, like, sequels, like, you know, Pixar's one place where, like, you don't have that, that sequel syndrome that, yeah. you know, makes worse movies. They make better, better, the sequels sometimes are a lot better. Yeah. Unless you're talking cars. Well, yeah. the, uh, kids like them. Yeah. I drive them. You drive them. <laughs> we, don't, we don't get it. But, you know, Pixar is going to have a brighter future. They have um, Toy Story 4 coming out. They have, uh, the, you haven't seen it, but there's a short on top of Incredibles called okay. Bao B-A-O it's an Asian kind of short that director is getting a feature okay. through Pixar and I think it's the first female director from Pixar so it's huge um, I'm excited for it but I agree with you I don't think it's going to be a major dip no. I think it's going to the status quo is not going to change. It's just like, oh, you know, and I'm sure John Lasseter is not like going to Pixar after all this. I'm sure they're like consulting him on the phone. Like, Hey, this is what we're going to do with buzz. Are you cool with it? Okay. See you when you come to the next board meeting. I feel like he doesn't want to show his face there. Cause like, he's been like, that's Disney. That's like yeah. part of the Disney banner. You don't want to be, uh, yeah, I don't pe- know people's asses. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that came out early too. He was one of the first, yeah. He's a pioneer there too. Um, oh, just every time there's news break and it just yeah. like Morgan Freeman. Yeah, just broke my heart. And that's the thing is they just disappear. Yeah, they just get buried. It's career suicide. Yeah, blacklisting essentially. Yeah, and it seems. And, and if you know, if, if it's true, it deservedly yeah, so. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Yeah. Here's yeah. two more people who got fired. I don't think it's a Me Too movement, but the showrunners for Star Trek Discovery yeah. were apparently. Just assholes. Yeah, like they were verbally abusive and they were too strict. Un- the thing that got me was, in quotes, unreliable leaders. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, you're leading a huge, what could be a huge franchise. Right. And they say, you know what? We're just going to be dicks. Uh, we have all that Trekkie money and we're going to be dicks. Yeah. They're gone. It, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't know what, like, it's so, like, uh, Anti, like it's it's so anti Star Trek to, yeah. to to have that that approach. It's like anti fandom. Like yeah. we're, we're the demographic that knows what it's like to be shit on and like kind of verbally abused. Like you don't just because you get power, you don't flip right. that over on the people who love the same and IP as you. It's so odd that like they're they're not. They're, I I mean they're like a duo, but they 
it, it's weird that like you get two people into the same position together and they act the same like yeah. they must feed off of each other to create this like chaos and yeah because if i guess if one does it the other one feels like they have to because if there's division in the team the the property is going to fail i guess right and this is one that i you know i'd like i'd like discovery or, yes it do i you know some of the star trek haters are calling it std but um yeah it was a rough acronym <laughs> it was a rough one for them uh and i you know i thought it was great i I don't know. This is the one that, like, that could impact the future of the show. Now, you know, they, there has been some th- rumors and news saying, like, there's actually a ton of properties out there. That was the next point. Yeah. and the, the, Star Trek properties. Yeah, the, the silver lining to the firing is that the, cre- the co-creator of Discovery, Alex Kurtzman, is coming back. Yeah. Um, and he... You know, he wrote Into Darkness. He wrote the 2009 Star Trek. Right. He knows Star Trek, and he's going to lead the whole CBS All Access Star Trek universe. Right, right. But the thing that bothers me about this is he's also somebody who's supposed to head the Dark Universe from Universal. He did The Mummy, and we, some most people saw The Mummy, and it wasn't very good. But if Universal comes with the Universal money, and now Comcast money, essentially, right. and says... All right, it's time to get Frankenstein and all these guys back together. You're the show. You're the universe. You're the Kevin Feige of the Dark Universe. Yeah. Is he going to abandon this property because he has a history of abandoning? Like him and Brian Fuller, I've talked about it before. Like they just have a history of I, signing I think, on their properties yeah, and abandoning them. I, I think it's uh, you know it's tenuous over at Star Trek Land. Yeah. You know, for this, but. They do say they said there could possibly be a couple other in production. That could be a good thing because then we always have something. Yeah. The bad part is it could just be more confusion and non-canon stuff that you can't really you know figure out. You know, but, but if Discovery goes away because they lose too many and and Kurtzman flakes out, then at least we have something in the pipe. Let Let's say Kurtzman does flake out because I have a feeling he does. And I feel like this Universal is going to bleed this stone until it's dead. Yeah. With the, the and we're never going to get a good movie. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Would you be opposed to someone like Jonathan Frakes coming in? Absolutely not. And he- and that. heading the Star Trek universe. No, Jonathan now, Frakes. Uh, uh, I, what's his name? Uh, Jordy Lefor- uh, Um, God. Um, Lavar Burton. Lavar <laughs> Burton's been directing. I, I don't think any of them have been showrunners. I don't yeah. think any of them have created, but. They're they, so engulfed in this culture. They've been dir- yeah, Jonathan Frakes especially. And and in anything that you watch that Jonathan Frakes has done, he, like there's a reason he hasn't become a movie director, but he does TV shows so well. Yeah. I don't know what the reason is. Like he's a fantastic director. And he's very intricate. His angles are yeah. His episodes of Agents of Shield are some of my favorites. Right, and and they stand out because they're always different. He's not afraid of like weird perspectives and and weird shots like. He eats up budget. Like I remember them talking about his his Star Trek because he was directing yeah. while he was on Star Trek, and they said like they start moving him to the to, to the beginning. Like he directed episodes like towards the end. They never had the money for what he wanted to do, and they started moving him to the beginning of the season so he could have the budget yeah. to, to make the, the shots and the directions that he wanted. So personally, what I would like is a Mirror Broken series. Yeah, I feel like it would work. Yeah, you get you all like you get those that cast like all the cast is still around. Will Wheaton's a little older, yeah, because uh, Wesley was younger. But 
you bring him back, and Patrick Stewart looks the same. Exactly he's, the same. He's not going to get ripped. I understand that, but like you can cut their sleeves off, <laughs> yeah. and we can. I mean, maybe that's the project J.K. was talking about on our yeah. episode, well, saying I, he, that he can't yeah. talk about it. Yeah, he clamped up when we talked, but yeah, um, yeah, that would be great. That would be awesome. Like in Discovery, the the broken or the mirror universe stuff in Discovery was at some people's favorite yeah. stuff. Like uh, you know, and. and Every time the the mirror universe stuff comes up, everybody loves it because yeah. it's these these clean cut, you know, white collar, you know, you know, characters kind of get to let loose and, and yeah. you know, they drink go from, whiskey and smoke cigars. Yeah, and, they go from PG to MA. Right. So I I would I would sign up for yeah. a mirror universe series in it doesn't matter what series it is. It could be yeah. the Chris Pine series and they could turn that into a TV show. You know what's crazy? And you just said, like, oh, yeah, you could do a, 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 a TNG Mirror Broken Universe, but mm-hmm. you could. Like, yeah. LeVar Burton still looks great. He could just be aged a yeah. little bit. Spiner. And in the uh, Mirror Broken, he's got a, a totally different apparatus mm-hmm. at Spiner. They're going to load so many Borg, app, you know, Borg uh, yep. appliances on him that yeah. he could be, he'll be fine. Jonathan Frakes just got gray hair. There's some Just for Men on there. Right. Um, Marina Sirtis looks good. Yeah. So put him on, bring him back. Why not? I think it would be fantastic. You yeah. could explore so much, like, Cardassian stuff. You can, fuck it, you can bring the Kardashians <laughs> in and have them be the villains, and that would be the biggest television event ever. They look more alien than anybody right? else. Right? It feels, I feel like half their asses are made of board parts. It was just, I feel like And their faces don't move when they talk. Exactly. And they're like ventriloquists. It's perfect. We, we are going to, we're going to run the Star Trek universe. But we're going to run out of the Star Trek universe and go into our, our episode. But before we go dive right into our episode, um, if you haven't listened to our two past interviews with before mentioned J.K. Woodward and Sierra Foster, I feel like you should go back and see Definitely. those. Because we're trying to get as many interviews as possible. Like, that's yeah. our thing. Like, and we, we, got, we, got, we got some more lined up, and hopefully people reach out and say, hey, do you want to interview this person? You should interview this person. But uh, Yeah, we would, we would love that. You can reach yeah. out to our Twitter, which is the Grace, uh, T-H-E-G-R-Y-S. Tell us who you want us to talk to. Yeah. Like, we, we have no shame in sliding in some DMs. <laughs> yeah, so far. And, and But with one caveat is that it's always, you know, we've looked for creators. Yeah. Even in Sierra, she's an actress, but she's also not strictly creators. We like to get just, you know, anybody that's yeah. in the genre. But, you know, she's also creating her own comic book series and stuff. So, you know, we like sci-fi oriented you know, uh, uh, people. And, yeah. and so far, that's what we've done. And we have, you know, the ones that we have lined up are the same way. Yeah, we're not going to get Obama. We're not <laughs> no. going to get Elon. We're not going to get anybody else. We're definitely not going to get Trump. But even if he asked us, we wouldn't probably get him on here. But yeah. we're just just hit us up and let us know who you want us to interview, who you'd like us to reach out to. And we would definitely, we're definitely going to do it. Again, we don't have any shame. Yeah. If they say no, they say no, we move on. We try right. again next year. But after this episode, we got some really big episodes coming up. We got our live show, Tom. Yep. June 23rd, Amalgam Comics. This is the last time you're going to hear about it. Like, <laughs> hear our plug for it. But June 23rd, Amalgam Comics, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Tom and I are unveiling <laughs> our heavy hitter of a movie that we're going to completely destroy reimagine and yeah. then fan cast hopefully uh, we burn it down and it rises like a phoenix yeah uh newly cast it newly minted M- billion dollar b- property 
It would be. I think it's a billion. It, not ours necessarily, yeah. but it's going to be our. They're going to spend a billion dollars <laughs> on casting for me because I've already worked out my cast, and it's a, it's huge. All right. Yeah, it's it's a spectacle. It's an Avengers Infinity War spectacle. <laughs> like thirty-seven <laughs> characters are going to be in this movie. We're not going to say what it is. Uh, hopefully, when we release our our live episode, you guys and girls have seen the movie. Right. Because if you're a millennial, I don't think you've seen it's 31 years old. Yeah. The movie we were talking about came out in '87, so that's as much as spoilers we're gonna get. But we have some more reviews coming up. We got the Incredibles review. We're gonna do um, Jurassic World, Ant Man and Wasp. We're going to try and get around to seeing Upgrade, because that looks awesome. Yeah, but now we got to find it. We have our ways. We'll find it. <laughs> but we're going to talk dads today, Tom. We, right. we all have them. We, we all have dads. Some are living. Some are dead. Some are AWOL, but we have them. <laughs> we also have dad stories. And, you know, it's sometimes it's you don't get a full relationship with your dad sometimes, because, like, they're working, like, right. especially for us, like, our fathers, I see. I feel like our fathers were like really hard workers, and they did a lot of shit that kept them away from the house. So there was more time for mom and kid. Yeah. Do you have any dad stories you'd like to share? Sure. Uh, my dad is mostly the reason why I started. Well, I started watching everything, and and he always like you know would be like, "You sure you want to watch this?" And and the very first thing, I think I was like seven. And he showed me The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Uh-huh. And that's not really seven-year-old material. But, like, after that, I was I was game for anything. And then, he, you know, he Star Trek was one of the things he introduced me to. And I watched that with him. And I think at that point, it was like TNG yeah. I was watching with him. But, I mean, and then we watched everything. But, yeah, you're right. I, he wasn't one of those people that had a ton of time. Yeah, mine too. And... Uh, you know, I'm slowly slipping into that, like, but I have a plan to devote as much time as I can yeah. and then leave work as, as much as I can so I don't have to run into that problem. But, you know, that's just the nature of, you nature. know. Yeah, it's the nature of the beast. Taking care of a family. So, yeah, you know, when we did have time together, it, it was always him introducing. And I think you probably did the same kind of things, like, we went camping, we yep. went fishing, we went fishing a lot. Yeah. But, uh, and my dad was a reader, so I'd always read his books and stuff like that. So, yeah, he was definitely one of the people that introduced me to this whole world. And, and definitely, like I said, with Fly, I really like Fly still. And that's, uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So. And that's science fiction. It's sci fi horror, I would guess. Still but, counts. Yeah. Anything I mean, that- I guess, like, it's. If you're going to say alien science fiction, which I think it is, yeah, the fly science fiction, right? I agree. Iron Man science fiction, right? So yeah, yeah it works. Yeah, so yeah, and then you know Star Trek obviously is yeah. a cornerstone, and uh, that stuck with me. Now you know I've introduced it to my kids. So. Yeah, and then do they do they love it? No, <laughs> not necessarily. They will. They'll they'll grow up to have podcasts yeah. and they'll well one of them already has a podcast right and he met Brent Spiner like that's <laughs> huge like he's part of the fandom now he's a Trekkie yeah he will be well the hard thing and I I know we're gonna eventually get onto our own like passing on and and being father thing well you can get to it now because I well, can't pass anything on to my cats for something like Star Trek is when you when Binks sees like 
the Avengers. Yeah. And then I go and try to introduce him at nine, ten years, no, ten now. I try to introduce him to a TV show from the 80s. It's a real hard, like. Yeah. And he's not going to be interested in the great stories, which they aren't all great. Yeah. He's not going to be interested in the, the pretty fancy uh, computer graphics for 1990. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to like X-Men 92. Right. Oh, yeah. He might like, you know, he might like Batman the Animated yeah, Series. Yeah, I think he would. Everybody likes that. And it, it, that's still being produced. I'm, he watches that stupid, uh, well, no, he doesn't anymore. Teen Titans Go? He used to watch yeah. Teen Titans Go. Yeah, and he keeps saying that he hates it. I remember watching it with him. Yeah. Like, and he's always, all about Beast Boy. Like, none of this makes any sense. Yeah. Like, Binks, that's not how it really is. Yeah. He's like, it's a, yeah, but they're not superheroes. Like, all right, well, I, I, gotta, I gotta stop watching this. But, uh. We'll do an episode on them. <laughs> no, we won't. No. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I gradually, like, I, through osmosis, he's going to have to see some of the things. Well, yeah, now, now would be, and listen, I don't have kids, but maybe one day. I feel that now is a great time to, to have kids if you're in the fandom. Right. Because, like, you grew up loving this shit, and now you have the perfect time to share it and, like, be a fan with it. And kids are saying, like, oh, my dad's a fan of this. My mom's a fan of this. So we can all be fans. It's a family event. Like, you see yeah. families going to Marvel movies because right. – and they're all decked out in Marvel shirts because they, well, they absolutely love it. I think it. that's what's important is, like, a lot of the, you know, Star Trek fans, the hardcore, you know, oh, well, this new stuff isn't really Star Trek, guys. Um, they they don't really understand, like, to attract kids to the stories, yeah. to make money, number one. But to also to get new people to watch it, you have to have some of that in it. Like, yeah. you have to have the flash and the bang. Yeah. But you know, good stories too, and and I, I think they just want it to be like traditional Star Trek. Well, that's not going to really sell, and it's not really going to, it's not going to be something I could get like my nine, ten year old to go see. Yeah, they're not going to watch Shatner. Right. They're not going to go back and watch that. No. And like, and you know maybe they they'll grow and appreciate a, a you know a, a, a thirty forty year old movie, but. Yeah. It has to be pretty spectacular. Yeah, it's kind of like with Batman. Like most kids are never going to get behind the nineteen sixty six, let alone the nineteen eighty nine Batman. Right. Like their bat baseline for Batman is the Dark Knight or Batman versus Superman, which is you know, ugh. well. And it goes yeah. the same thing with Star Trek. Like their baseline for Star Trek is either Discovery or Chris Pine's universe. Right. So like that's where they're they're getting Captain Kirk, but they're not getting the Captain Kirk. Yeah. And, and you know. It has to evolve. It has there has to be some transitions, and for me to be able to take, uh, you know, to pass on the ideas, there has to be some change in it. And I yeah. think that's what's good. And I, you know, Banks has gotten into the movies. He likes those movies, you know. But like I said, he to take him from the the big, you know, extravagant movies yeah. and then go well. Here, watch this TV show from 1969. Yeah. Let's see where it all came from. Right. You know, and there's so much content being released now that it's incredibly hard to catch up on today's content, let right. alone go back yeah. to the 90s, the 80s, and so on. Like, it's yeah. so hard to go back. And, like, I don't know how I would have survived. Like, I don't think I would have ever seen Batmans and the no. X-Men 20, uh, 92s and all that if it weren't for, like, Hulu or Netflix and a vacation from work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're just well, like, if all that stuff didn't, thank God that didn't exist in the 90s. A slight tangent off of that is, you know, there used to be a time, like, I, I wouldn't see, like, my friend Ryan every day. You know, we used to see each other every day, mm -hmm. and then, like, the time that we would see each other, 
you know, got longer and longer and longer. Now it's like once every two months because we both have families. And it like if it, there was a time where we'd see each other and be like, hey, did you see this show? And I'd be like, yeah, definitely. I saw that show. It's a great show. And, you know, the it got more and more and more that he'd say, did you see that? And I'd be like, nope, never even heard of it. Yep. And he, I'd have the same, I'd be like, did you see this? And he's like, nope. <laughs> like, yep. we're not even crossing paths anymore because there's so much stuff out there. Yeah. It's so just, much stuff I've never heard of. So much stuff I've never seen. Yeah, it's the same thing with me and my friend Jesse. Like, he lives in Texas. And I'd be like, hey, did you ever see, did you seen Cloak and Dagger? What? Cloak <laughs> and Dagger? Or like, did you watch the new Star Trek or Game of Thrones? And like, all the, the big events. Like, did you watch The Walking Dead? No, no, you know what? I haven't even been able to catch up on it. Yeah. We're still trying to catch on, up on Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like, Sons of Anarchy. It's just. Well, it's, yeah, there's stuff like that that I've had to just go, I have to abandon. I, yeah. you know, I know they're great. But we've made a choice with this show, like our, our podcast, like, okay, well, now I have to devote a lot of time to this. So that means, like, you know, the time that I have, I'm either, you know, with the kids or watching, you know, whatever they want to yeah. watch, you know, YouTube cartoons yeah. in Arabic. <laughs> Daddy finger, mommy finger. <laughs> or unboxing videos that my daughter has found. Um, or, like, what we watch for the show. So, yeah. like, I go, well... Maybe when I'm like retired, I'll watch Breaking Bad. Right? Maybe, yeah. Maybe when you know you can see it on Broadway, (laughs) it's a one condensed hour of all of Breaking (laughs) Bad. But for for me, my dad was similar. We did camping and all that stuff. But he was like a jack of some trade. Like he knew a little about it a lot. Yeah. So like everything that he knew, he passed on to me. He's like crazy with beekeeping and all that shit. So like he gave me all the, the the knowledge that I have about animals and. I can build a bench if I needed to, or like <laughs> he just he raised like brought me up to who I am, but he still doesn't understand like how to use a cell phone, yeah. and he doesn't he does not get why I do a podcast. Yeah. He's like, so you and your friends sit in your your extra bedroom and you record your conversations, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, how much money did you make? I was like, oh, well, we're not making any money. <laughs> well, how much money are you spending? I was like, I'd rather not tell you. So he doesn't, he doesn't get the whole thing. And you know, it's one of those things. Like the with with today's culture, I'm glad my dad kind of turned into a hermit. <laughs> like he he does he does his bees and he catches groundhogs in our backyard and he walks a dog. Like I would never, like I can't even imagine my dad seeing someone like with a man bun and vaping. Yeah. Like. My dad would probably pull out a muzzle loader and shoot that person. You know what I mean? He just, he, like, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get today. And I'm glad because there's going to be a time where, like, you and I are in our right. 60s and we won't understand what's going on. Like, no. hammer pants are coming back. Like, no. it's one, like, so now you're dad and we've established that you have kids. In 20 years, when Toots is ready to date, uh, if a man comes up with a man bun, no. And. <laughs> A pencil thin beard and vape pen. What are you doing? <laughs> no. Uh, well, you know, it's like because I, for me, it's going to be an uphill battle because Nicole will be like, "Hey, she's got to make her own choices." Yeah. And I can't, I can't be the only one that says no. Like Nicole's going to be like, "Well, let her give it a shot." Yeah. And like, what happens afterwards? You know, yeah, but, YOLO, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the kids were saying in 2012. <laughs> YOLO. I, I I hate for that to happen. Yeah. And and. You know, I guess we just have to razor the right way, but yeah. you know. Well, with you guys, I I know that that's certain you're gonna raise them. Yeah, I mean, the right way. Connor and Binks are pretty pragmatic and and make the right choices. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, Toots is gonna be fine. Yeah, Toots is her own person. So. <laughs> yeah, already her own person at two. <laughs> I feel like 
when that happens, it's going to be a group of your friends. And I can only imagine myself like, my plan is I'm only going to have a boy. They're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Make a plan. You know what's going to happen? See, let's see I'm going to have two girls. <laughs> their, their date's going to come in if I have a girl. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get Jesse. I'm going to get Chuck. And I'm going to get my friend Dan and Dion. And we're going to have like lightsabers and cloaks on. Like it's going to be like when, when like the dad walks up and he's like, let me clean my gun. And like you and I are like with lightsabers and like tridents. It's our first time LARPing. <laughs> yeah, we're cosplaying in like a garage. Like you're dressed as Iron Man. You're like, if you touch mine. <laughs> I just feel like that's going to be our version of like the shining the guns. Like, you know what I mean? Well, Bin- Binks will be a, a, a grown man by then too. Yeah. So he'll be there. It'll just be like the nerdiest intimidation ever. <laughs> But like you've seen those in the movies, right? Yeah, yeah. No, and I, you know, like there's part of me that that feels like that's how it should be. But yeah. I, I have to, you know, you have you have to squash that. Be progressive, and yeah. like I, you know, I don't have a gun, thankfully. But yeah. uh, you know, there's there's that Marine Corps part of me that's like, hey, you, you know, you should kill him. Yeah. You know, right? Kill the first one, so yeah. the rest will. <laughs> yeah, let, I feel, right. And leave the body in the front yard so they could see it. Here, here's a here's a better idea for toots me you pace in an extra room candles lit smoke everywhere we're in cloaks shaman sticks boy walks down it's like we're doing a sacrifice we got things tied up in the circle and he's he's shaking, in on it. Yeah. shaking well shaking one of our dead chickens out of my yard he's in on it and we're like come come into the middle yeah, and we do have shamans. We do. We already have the, the Turk. We we I think that officially makes us members of what was that tribe? I can't even remember Uncle. It was a tribe. I don't can't remember his name. He was like Uncle something. Uncle yeah, but Pete. there was a tribe. Tri- I know there was a tribe that you could go. You don't need to have Native American blood, but you yep. could just go join this Native American commune society. Yeah, it was main- and it was all white people. It was like a greenhouse in the yeah. middle of the woods. That's where they were living. Yeah, in Vermont. Yeah, we're part of it. Yeah, we and from one of the natives, we bought. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. They're so cool. <laughs> if we have any Vermont listeners, and you know. <laughs> You know the now tribe. We, now we have to post a picture of it when we... Uh, oh, we will. Yeah. After the live show. We'll bring them to the live <laughs> show. Uh, if we have Vermont listeners and you know this tribe, on Twitter again, the Grays, let us know what it is. We're, we're members. We got to go to the powwow. Yeah. We're ready yeah. to go. So you have those life, life lessons of being a dad that, you know, just do the right thing, you know. Try, and, yeah. yeah. That's the same thing I'm going to do. I'm going to instill my morals. I'll probably have a podcast with a toddler. <laughs> like my baby's first word podcast and we're just going to talk about it but the thing that i'm i'm going to raise my kid to be a geek yeah 100 like a geek i know it but like a geek that does jujitsu <laughs> and like can hand like if they want to go to ufc they can but they can also become a power ranger yeah or they can become a rocket scientist like i want them to be huge and smart but i'm going to pass movies down to them yeah do you have any movies that you like toots has to see uh, is the fly like when she turns seven? Is that like- <laughs> no, I don't think she needs to see the fly. There are movies that I can't wait to introduce. Like w- the running joke on our other podcast that we do with Bings, Bings and the Beards, is when he turns fifteen. Like I have some turning fifteen podcast. Yeah. Like I like my favorite or uh, uh, like Nightmare or not Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, Halloween. Yeah, I can't wait for him to see them. Well, um, Hellraiser is my absolute favorite horror of all time. Well, we went to the city that uh, this past weekend. That's all we talked about. Me and Bink sat in the back of the car, and all we talked we talked <laughs> the about Halloween. Uh, we talked about um, Mount Rushmore of 
slasher films <laughs> because he saw Friday. Uh, We've Friday, been slowly thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth turns out to be the best like introduction to slasher yeah. films because even the, the the they do have like boobies and stuff like that. But he said he's had health class. Yeah, he's had you know he's you know he's got YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> you know it, it, he hasn't looked at it and hasn't talked about it, but you know they're it, it's not horrible. And, yeah. We let him watch like Rick and Morty, so yeah. and like that's kind of like the line we draw. But like Hellraiser's one I'm gonna have to like. Wait. Yeah, jeez. Uh, Hellraiser's one I'm gonna have to wait for. Puppet Master. Puppet Master, yeah. But um, I, I would introduce him to like the 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 '80s movies that I really like. Like what about it? Uh, like 1993, it not 2013 or 2017, it where it's like. All they're doing is swearing and going crazy. Right. I mean, yeah, that, I it would be good. I do want to introduce him to it. Uh, he, I got to see if he's got a clown phobia. Yeah. That's a rough one. Yeah, well, that's a good one to start if, you, yeah. if he has a clown phobia. Yeah, like, I mean, immersion therapy yeah, in that one. You know, if you don't like clowns, this is the movie not right. to watch ever again. Yeah. Um, but no, like, uh, I liked, um, what was that movie with Warwick Davis and Fal Kilmer? Oh, Willow. Willow, Willow yeah. is one of my all-time favorites. That's a must-watch. Oh, we should review that. Yeah, well, it's not science fiction. But. We can make it science fiction. <laughs> it's got Lenny and Squiggy in it. Yeah. And Willow's, I mean, Warwick Davis hasn't aged. Yeah. Where's the, what's the science of that? <laughs> yeah. Right? We can do it. Um, uh, Ice Pirates, yeah. uh, eventually, because he's got to know what a bad movie is and know what a good movie is. Our, our 1987 <laughs> classic we're going to be uh, unveiling has to be one yeah. of those. Um, yeah, no, no there's... Uh, in Star Trek movies, I, I think he, at this, you know, for two, it's definitely. And I think there's going to definitely have to be, like, she's going to know what all this is. Yeah. Like, she's going to have to. It's, you know, my girlfriend is an enabler. She buys the stuff for me. Yep. So, she, you know, Toots is going to run her own course, but I think, you know, there's going to be some influence of what I like and what I, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of weird books around the house. She's definitely going to have a Starfleet dress. Right. There's a lot of taxidermy in the house from mm-hmm. my girlfriend. So she's her her friends are going to be like, I don't get your house, man, at all. Like, I don't understand. But, but. your house is going to be swarmed with teenage girls in <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. You're going to be the hangout. We'll you're see. the cool parents. Yeah. You're the guys who are like... Hey, when you're 17, you can have some wine coolers. Like, you know what I mean? No, you're not those because that's illegal. You're not those. No. But I have some movies too. Okay. Lion King. Yeah, Lion King. I've said it on the Active Geek podcast and I'm dead serious about it. The first movie my child is going to watch is The Winter Soldier. Like, I don't care. Like, I remember the first movie I saw in theaters, which was um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, okay. That's going to be another one. But yeah. Winter Soldier is the first movie that that baby will ever see. Like for, yeah. I don't care. Like every year, we're gonna watch it. Um, never ending story. Yeah, that's a good one. The Incredibles. Yeah, obviously, that's the baseline of te- uh, how a superhero movie should be done. And then we go into the Marvel Cinematic Universe right. and we watch them all in succession one one weekend. <laughs> and then Bongo. I've talked about it on all my podcasts. It's a 1947 Disney film about a circus bear. Okay, I don't. I've never heard of that. You one. can only buy it on VHS. Okay, it's not not even bootlegged on YouTube. <laughs> That's the movie I'm going to get. So, For me, I'll tell you what was a big movie for me. It was the very first one I watched on, on like, when VHS got big. Mm-hmm. And somebody recorded it for me when I was, like, 
six was Conan. Oh man, I loved that movie. And, and it was you know because it was a VHS. Yeah. It was one of the good ones, so it had like six hours of record time. So they had Conan. It's a JVC. Had, yeah, VHS right there. And it had a uh, Conan, which was amazing. I still love that movie. Yeah. And I think fantasy always holds up better than sci-fi because eventually technology yeah. surpasses sci-fi. But and what's crazy is they when they reproduce that or they remake it, they can't capture the magic that the first movie had. Right. Like we saw, or we haven't seen. I'm sure you saw it, the Momoa Conan. Yeah, yeah. And I love Momoa. I'm the first one to defend everything he does, but that movie was bad. Yeah, it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is really charming. Yep. Oddly enough, he's a charming guy. Yep. It, weird, like, with the accent and everything. And in that, he's kind of funny. He's mm. kind of charming. And that's not to say that Momo is not, but yeah. it's like what they pulled off. And, you know, we're going on a Conan tangent. What they pulled off, he does have kids, so I guess that counts. Yeah. Um, what they pulled off in that was really good. Like, and the ideas were pretty old, like, you know, going. They use like the, the the aesthetics were pretty great. And, yeah, you know we were back then when it came out like not early. I think real early. 80s. Yeah, I think it was like eighty two. I think that's when yeah. like all the good movies came out. Et and all the yeah. yeah. Um, they were like just coming out of the seventies where like they were using models and stuff. And yep. this way they were trying to like use like a little bit of everything, a model, claymation, and all kinds of stuff. Yep. So I, I think it's a really great movie. Yeah, it holds up. And. Um, the Looney Tunes uh, uh, Daffy Duck special was on that VHS. It was okay. like three hours of Looney Tunes. Jesus. It was a great VHS. I think I wore it down. Like is, I, is Who Framed Roger Rabbit a must-see for kids nowadays or no? I got to watch it again. I don't know because... I think it's past its prime. Yeah. I don't it, think anybody... Like, most kids don't know the Looney Tunes, Looney the, Tunes anymore. Yeah. They don't know who Bob Hoskins is. You know, they, you know, they don't know what the Smurfs are. Oh, right. they do. They had that stupid movie. Well, yeah, right, uh, no, but, you know, Pink still watches it, Smurfs. Yeah. Uh, you know, they might know who a lot of them are, but yeah. they might not know how big of a deal it was to have yeah. so many different characters in one movie yeah, at that time. It was before time. Disney bought Fox. Right. <laughs> right. Now, now we can get Hoover and Roger Rabbit again. <laughs> but Back to the Future is probably a good movie to show. Oh, definitely. But I don't want, like, I don't want to set my kids up for failure as far as, like, how friendships are. Like, the Goonies... I love it, but that's not a real depiction of friendship anymore. Right. Stand By Me, another movie that I love, not a real depiction. No. The closest one is probably My Girl. Ugh. You have a friend and they tragically die. Like, <laughs> it happens. I think we've all lost a friend. So, uh, Stand By Me would be a wait. I do love The Goonies. Yeah. The Goonies is a solid movie. Yeah. And they're still talking about a sequel. All right. I'm Josh Brolin. I mean, he's big enough now. Well, Josh Brolin could have, he could be the, uh, he's sloth. He's just <laughs> putting some makeup on him. No, he could, uh, it could be his family or something. Yeah. But no, they want to get the whole team together. Okay. Sean Astin, all them. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah. What's his name? Probably needs a couple dollars. Chunk? No. Uh, what's the, Corey. Uh, oh God. Corey, uh, Corey Feldman. Yeah. The only other, yeah, the Corey that's alive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, he's, I think he's making some really good sci-fi music. Like he's out there. Is it, what, what? It's like K-pop. Oh yeah. yeah YouTube is music. It's fantastic. Did you? Uh, okay. Well, he was on like Good Day America. Yeah. Watch did, that performance. No, I, I've watched oh, it. Did you ever see the uh, the cracked um, breakdown of the video? No. The Angels video. Do I have to see it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, whatever the name of it. Corey Haim cracked. 
it's it's pretty fantastic. Oh well, we're, we went on a Corey Heyman, Corey Feldman yeah. <laughs> tangent. We're moving away from that. Yeah, we need to talk TV favorite dads and, and all right, sure, and movie dads. I have a list, and it can I I, I number I alphabetized them. Okay. So from A to O, <laughs> I put down some of my favorites. Uh, Darth Vader. He's a poor excuse for a father, but I love him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Until I, the I, end. I'd put him at, oh, let's see. He's a bad dad. Yeah, but, but I love he, him. He is a good dad and like... He only... The argument could be made that he thought he was doing good. Yeah. Even though he killed the younglings and he killed... But you know, he only cut off his son's hand. Right. Didn't touch his daughter. Right. Held her prisoner. Say, listen, you stay with the winning team. Yeah. We're going to keep you here, girl. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, okay. He, he could, like, if you say that he thought he was doing, because, like, isn't that really it? Like, the dark side doesn't, and we've talked about it before, uh, the real thing, like, gray is the way to go. Yeah. But he doesn't think the dark side's evil. I don't think a lot of people. No. Like, Darth Sidious thinks it's evil. I think he's like, and Plagueis was like that, but I don't think Vader like relishes in being evil. He just is. Yeah, he just and, turned out that way. And he followed orders. Right. You know, he was under. He was. He was the the pawn in the in Palpatine's yeah chess game. It was. So yeah. I, I get it. Or I, I let's say he's the the bishop. Okay. And the stormtroopers are pawns. Obviously, right. they get sacrificed. A man who made the actor made it twice on my list. Tim Tim Allen, <laughs> Tim Taylor from Tool Time, and Scott Calvin from The Santa Claus. Okay. Yeah, he's a good dad. Both of them, right? Yeah. Um, not that nice of a person uh, we're seeing. Right. But good TV and movie dad. I loved him in the Santa Claus. He yeah. recaptured the love of Santa Claus in you his, know, Charlie's eyes. I. It really bothers me that he is the person who he's turned out to be, the, the Trump supporter and yeah. all this. Whatever. Because everything that he's done besides this last gar- garbage where he's, you know, basically giving Trump Trump yeah. a, a hand job on TV has been fantastic. Yeah. I love like Toy Story. Well, you know, we said Galaxy Quest. Galaxy great, Quest. You know, great movie. Yeah. Um Toy Story was great. Uh you know, everything that he's done If uh, this if this Galaxy Quest sequel ever happens, are you gonna watch it? Yeah. I'd like Even it. if he's still the man he is? Yeah. You know. It's Galaxy you Quest. You have to like it. Right? Put a, I don't know what they're going to do with Rickman if it happens. But. They just move Trump into that role. <laughs> His presidency will be done. He'll probably be looking but for But I it. don't even know, will Sigourney Weaver want to do anything with him? Well, after seeing her performance in The Defenders, she would have to. Yeah. Because that was rough. I feel yeah. like Sigourney has to be in it. Yeah. I went on my next, like, five are animated fathers. Okay. Homer Simpson. Yeah. Homer's probably the I think Homer would be one of the best dads on there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. He did try to kill Bart. It's all right. But he, he loves choked, Maggie he and Lisa. He literally choked Bart. Yeah, he still does. <laughs> he he loves Maggie and Lisa, though. Yeah. So he, he two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, all right, sure. And Bart, let's say Bart deserves it. Yeah, I feel like he does. He's an asshole kid. Jerry from Rick and Morty. He tries, man. He he tries his best. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Van Houten from <laughs> The Simpsons as well. He tries, too. Yeah. Divorced daddy's trying hard. Hank Hill. Hank, Hank's probably Hank's actually a good dad. Yeah, Hank's dad sucks, but Hank's yeah. a good dad. I mean, he's a good dad to Bobby and uh, the niece. Yeah, she went Chigan, yeah. What's her name? Betty Lou or something? Yeah. Something Southern. Um, Cleveland Brown. <laughs> he he tries. <laughs> Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin's not a good dad. No, but I love him. He's <laughs> one of my favorites. He's not a good. Brian's a better dad than Peter. That's true, but I love him. Stan Smith. 
Also, okay. not a good dad. <laughs> no. Uh, ha- hates his son. Definitely hates his daughter. <laughs> yeah. And then Bob Belcher. <laughs> okay. He's okay. a great dad. Yeah, he is. He might be the most... He might be the best animated TV yeah. dad ever. Uh, speaking of which... Uh, I love that show. Binks has... Like, he started watching it. It's so good. Yeah. I just finished the last... I hope my work's not listening to this, but... I just finished my last... The last season on Hulu oh, really? at work. <laughs> it was so, it's so good. You, I watch... I catch Binks watching that. And I catch Connor watching Parappa the Rapper. Remember oh, Parappa? I do. I don't know. <laughs> I do. Oh, my God. He had like, the I don't know. floppy hat. I'm like... What is he doing? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oof. Keep watching Bob's Burgers. I think, yeah. I, I, I Whenever Binks it. has it on, I watch it. And it's great. Whenever Gene talks... <laughs> It's fantastic. His innuendos are perfect. He's the dynamic between the kids actually make the show. Yeah, but I've always said it, and she knows it. Chelsea is Tina. That's like Chelsea is one hundred percent Tina, and Louise is my favorite. Like I just I love them. But then I went into real life dads. Well, there's one more animated dad. That's Mufasa. Yeah, R.I.P. I feel like he deserves a shout out. But then Danny Tanner from Full House, Um, Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow, yeah. I think he was a better dad than T- Danny. Let's yeah. say, let's read, you know. And better than both of them is Uncle Phil. Yeah. yeah. Like, when, oh, Uncle Phil's the best. Uh, Arthur Weasley from the from <laughs> Harry Potter, I had to throw him in there. Yeah, I was wondering where your Potter. Yeah, he, there he is. It wasn't James is, Potter. Is, is, yeah, I was going to say, is James Potter a good dad? He's, Certainly he not. He's not a good dad. Arthur Arthur Weasley took in Harry Potter. Right. So, you know, he's he's got 37 gingers, <laughs> and he takes in this weirdo with a scar on his face who's like the number one most wanted kill list yeah. so they bring him in and finally another r.i.p member ned stark yeah ned stark's a good dad because he could have he knew how bad game of thrones was going to be and he could have <laughs> and he should have stopped it and he tried to but he's dead yeah ned stark was so good that that's the reason i watched i stopped well no i made it till cal drago died but uh unbelievable death yeah kind of Got a staph infection. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Do you have any thoughts? Uh, uh, TV movie I'll, I'll fathers? Tell you, I'll Did tell I you who's a bad one. Okay. Uh, Captain Kirk's the yeah. worst dad. Oh, he's yeah, the he worst dad because he. You have to assume like the kids that he knows about. He was a bad dad yeah. too. Like he sucked, and and I don't know. He's what? he's probably got kids with every species in the galaxy. Right. That's why I said the kids that he knows about. Yeah. He just like kind of abandoned them. He's kind of like Clint Eastwood in real life. <laughs> he only knows about like he's got 37 kids and those two yeah well Clay Eastwood's kids are the ones that look like him he's yeah. like okay they're, she's mine and he's definitely mine he looks less like me yeah but uh they don't look like me I don't claim him right they're uh, Westwoods <laughs> uh yeah he's the he's probably the worst let's see and uh what about Robin Williams and Mrs. Doubtfire he's not not sci-fi but like he went to he cross-dressed to get close to his kids uh, and he violated I think he violated like he broke parental. a lot of laws yeah. there alright bad dad alright well I mean I think it was Splinter Splinter Splinter's a good adopted <laughs> let's shout out to the adopted dads yeah this is our segment he he <laughs> may be your dad he may be your father but he ain't your daddy Yondu Logan like, right that was the 2017 was the summer of he or the year of he's your dad his father but he ain't your daddy is Logan a good uh, adopted dad that's his daughter, right? Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Well, he's also got cra- he's got Craven. I don't know if it, he was great in Logan. Historically, he's not a great father. No. Uh, Magneto, awful father. 
Yeah, well, but he does want his kids to follow in his footsteps. That's true. Magneto was right. Yeah. He was right. Magneto treads the line, but he is mostly right. Yeah. Except where he'd like, he kind of basically like just forgot about Polaris, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Everyone forgets about Polaris <laughs> until gifts that came out. She's the they... same. She's the same person, like has the same exact powers. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. you got another one? She yeah. got green hair? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, she sucks. Yeah. Uh, Yondu. Yondu is a great He was fantastic. Yeah. Much better than Ego. Ego sucked. Ego was that? Really Ego's dead. probably that. Well, in MCU, who's a who's a bad dad? Odin. Odin's a good dad. No, dude, he banished uh, Hela. Oh yeah. But he did adopt a frost giant, and he taught Thor a lesson how to be a king. Right. All right. So he's he's an anti dad. Two out of three, like yeah, you said. Yeah, if you're two giving, out of three. Give Homer a plug. That's right. <laughs> two out of three ain't yeah. bad. Uh. So who else do we have? Uh, we don't have. It. Oh, Hawkeye's a good dad. Yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah. Hawkeye just the world's coming to an end, and Hawkeye's is like, I got family shit to take care of. Uh, same thing with Scott Lang. Yeah, yeah. He may be a criminal, but he skipped the Infinity War. Yeah, to take stay care with, of kids. Yeah, stay, stay with Cassie. He's actually a pretty good dad. Yeah, not yeah. Hank Pym. Hank Pym's a bad. Well, at least, I don't no. know. He he, pet, he well he's throwing his daughter into to the wolves, giving yeah. her her own suit. That could be dangerous. Yeah, but he gave her a suit. Yeah, that's, that's true. cool. I'd like you know, no, no, gave me a super powered suit. I wish. Uh, I wish my dad would have gave me one. Tony Stark's dad, Henry Stark's not a good dad. No, no, bad dad there. Yeah, bad dad. He got what he deserved. <laughs> All right, so here here's the big one. He he had a huge year this year. Had several kids. We saw five of them, six of them. Is Thanos a good dad? <laughs> uh, no. Well, no. He did sacrifice the one that he loved. Sacrificed the one he loved. Tortured the one he hates. Yeah. All his other kids got killed. Yeah. Oh, no, bad he's bad dad. dad. He falls in a bad dad. Category. He's on the Mount Rushmore bad dads. <laughs> like that's when we put that like Mount Rush that Mount Rushmore in North Dakota. Yeah. Like that's where all the bad dads go. Uh, yeah, he's bad. What about Al Bundy? Al Bundy's a <laughs> he was a dad who just showed up. Yeah, he wasn't. Because I'm trying to think, like, was he really that bad? Or was he just like, he did the best with what he had? Well, yeah, he. I mean, he lived in anarchy. Yeah. I feel like he did the best he could have done. I don't know. I don't know if he's that. I, I you know, Al Bundy's one of my favorites, yeah. but I don't think he's that great of a dad. Well, if we're going, listen, if we're going back to he. How about Alf's dad? Oh yeah, I love Alf. <laughs> Anything Peter, Alf. right? Yeah, Peter. Yeah. yeah, he fed all the cats to Alf. It was perfect. Yeah, Peter was a good dad. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with him. He's a good yeah. old TV dad. Yeah, the dad from Step by Step was also good. Good. Um, Charles Xavier was surrogate dad. He took in everybody. Yeah, but but, but he used them to profit. Yeah, he used them for a team. Yeah, uh, which we like to forget with yeah. the, how they wrote, but. Then his own real kids, uh, he wasn't a great dad, yeah. too. Same thing with Scott Summers. Not a good dad. No. He didn't even know his kid existed. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's horrible. Yeah. None of the Summers are good people. Yeah, the well, Summers in general are pro- probably bad people. Starjammer, or uh, what's his, Scott Summers' dad? Starjammer, I think. Is it, yeah. Or or are they the Starjammers? I don't know. All I know is if this were a true crime podcast... We could probably do like a Manson follow <laughs> Matt Manson family for the summers. Yeah. Although we should. 
there yeah okay. I, feel I like mean we could, do, we could yeah we could do a lineage of the yeah. summers and see how bad they really are they were what a blight they are in the universe we could do a deep dive here's a tangent we could do a deep dive and try to like like uh, miracle and 34th street is that the right one no it's a wonderful life it's a wonderful life scott summers take the summers out of yeah. the universe and just see what happens oh yeah, it would be great I, I bet you, like House of M, but just House of Summersum. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I bet We're, you it's there's no more war. Yeah. I bet you Galactus just goes off into there's no Shi'ar Empire war. The future is fine. Yeah, yeah. nothing's wrong. There's no cable. There's no his clone. No. Uh, we can include the Greys in there, too. Yeah. Because they fuck up everything, too. <laughs> we, we know. All right, all right. Any more TV dads and uh, movie dads that we missed before we get geez, to... I don't, I'm sure we... Han Solo is not a great... Something happened. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah. I want to say he's a good dad, but... He, he tried... Listen, at the end of the movie, he tried to be... Right the ship. Yeah. And say, Ben, you need to come over here and, like, this is it. Like, I fucked up. Right. Yeah, I fucked up. Like, if this was a... But did he ever say... I, I think he was probably a good dad. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like Han Solo... But, he trusted his brother-in-law. Right. If anything, Luke was a bad teacher. Yeah. No, we know that. Yeah. So, I, and I think he might have cut and run after he left yeah. or after he went. He's bad. always got Ray. Well, Ray yeah. seems to be a good egg. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, Apparently, Ray's parents suck. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking still Hansel though <laughs> and Infant's Nest. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. we will see. Well, we wrote that. You know, hopefully that lasts. That's our fan fiction. Yeah. Let's go to the Mount Rushmore. You pick four of those dads that we listed. Oh boy. Who are the best dads? I got two animated, two real. Okay. You go. All right. I got Bob Belcher. Yeah. Homer Simpson. Okay. Tim Taylor. Carl yeah. Winslow. Okay. Uh, uh, Not a bad four-piece. No. We got two. Homer and Carl Winslow. Definitely. Um, Best dad's a watch. I feel like, I want to say Darth Vader, but he's not a good person. Yeah. Does that mean he's a bad dad, though? Uh... He, you know, a little tough love, but he never wanted to kill. He wanted Luke to join him. Yeah. So all he wanted to do was spend time with Luke. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't abandon them. And he didn't. And listen, he if, was. If those anything, kids were taken from him. Look, okay, he killed if, a bunch of kids. If anything, yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> if anything, Princess Leia ran away from him. Right. So yeah, good dad. Put him on there. He's a good dad. I, okay, so he's up there. Him, uh, Homer. Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Get these on our shirts to say Galaxy Wars <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, was Carl Winslow better dad to Urkel? Yes. Than he was to any of his 15 kids? Yeah. And that one that just disappeared? He was absolutely better. He was a, he was a better father to Stefan than he was Urkel right. to anybody. But I think, yeah, he was much better. It's kind of like Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil was a better father to... Uncle Phil's a good dad. He was better than to Will as he was to Carlton, because Carlson was a good egg to begin with. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. I think he just, well, no, his daughter was, a, you know. Well, even, was, even Jazzy. <laughs> you know, five years ago. Uh, Cosby. Cosby would have been on this list. <laughs> I was thinking the same. Oh. I was trying to put a time frame on it. Five, I was like, five years ago, Huxtable's <laughs> name would have been up on that Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Uh, no, not anymore, no, though. No, no. Uh, he's on that North Dakota <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Yeah, he's on the bad dads. Just their asses. <laughs> Uh, geez, uh, who's left? Okay. Um, see, I think I gotta get an animated in there, though. Let, let me throw you one more character. Batman. 
Is it, Batman a good dad or a bad dad? Jeez, that's a deep dive. Because yeah. he thinks he's doing good. Yeah. Well, and, Damien's a prick. Yeah, but... I don't like anything Damien's in. No. But he... Like, he... Or, Bruce Wayne is a good person because he takes in broken pieces, but then he exploits those broken yeah. pieces and puts their life at risk. Right. He only takes in broken pieces that he could use... Yeah. To further his agenda. Yeah, and then one passes away or one leaves and he just replaces them. Because... He's taking in everybody. Right. So, no. No good dad. He's, he's a bad dad. Because he's not going to take a kid in that he can't train yeah. and he can't, like, turn into something. That's right. The only one that was... That he kind of just took in was that, that girl from... Uh, um, Kathy, right? Yeah. The, Ka- or K- Kat, Carrie Kelly or Kathy Kelly... The redhead, well, right? Yeah, in the uh, the future. Yeah, uh, um, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Dark, yeah, Night, Dark Knight Returns, and and that's the only one. Like he, she had no power. Like yeah. he wasn't a trained gymnast, wasn't a trained assassin, or whatever. No. And you think about the people that he's brought in, right? Dick Grayson, um, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Damian, the uh, Carrie, I think Carrie Kathy or whatever her name is. Um, Duke Winston or Duke Winslow or whatever his name is yep. from the Signal. Who else he has got? Um, Batmite sometimes. <laughs> um, he brought in some other people. I can't remember now. Oh, um, Terry McGinnis. Yeah, and he treated him like shit in uh, Batman Beyond. Is uh, is we even uh, Barbara Kane or Bar- Barbara Gordon? Yeah, brought her in. Uh, Barbara Kane. Is Reed Richards good or bad? Considering what he had to deal with in Franklin Richards, is he a good or bad dad? He did as much as he could. I'm going to put him with good. Same thing with Bob Parr from The Incredibles. Yeah. He's a, they were just victims of And I think we both agree that The Incredibles are basically the Fantastic yeah, Four, right? Absolutely. And the baby is Franklin, Franklin. Richards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, like, I don't, I haven't seen the new one yet. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like Reed Richards isn't a great person. No. But I think he was like, oh boy, I got to take care of yeah. this. And he tried. Yeah, and he he's not a he's a logical science man by yeah. the books. Like this is how a baby should be raised. And when you have Franklin doing whatever Franklin does, Creighton Universe is yeah. like a year old. Yeah, you can't really right. go by the books. There's no book for that. So yeah, uh, I'll, I'll put him up there as a good. I dad. think he's a good dad. Okay, all right. One more. You said you want to get an animated one. Do you put Rick up there? Good grandfather. <laughs> Rick is a he's terrible. We don't even know for sure if Rick is. Like, if Morty is the right Morty. Yeah, that's like, true. He might have killed him. And right? we don't even know which Beth is Beth <laughs> at this point. We don't, yeah, we don't know anybody from yeah, anybody. He's going to everybody. Yeah. So, bad dad. Uh, Got one more. Uh, okay. Let's do animated. Because I'm, 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 I'm tempted to put Uncle Phil up there. But, because, you know, but I'll try, trying to think of who a great dad is in animated. And it's tough. It's not Peter. No. Not, oh not Stan Smith. No. Nope, 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 nope. Um, not, not Papa the Rapper. <laughs> Parappa the Rapper, whatever. Uh, I don't know. You put Uncle Phil up there. You don't have to go double animated. All right, yeah. I, I, I think Uncle Phil deserves a spot up there. I, I agree. So, yeah. Carl, Phil, Homer, Darth. It's a hell, hell of a... And I know Darth is a stretch, but I, I you know, I, I think he doesn't... I gotta give him credit. I don't think he 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 wants to be evil. Yeah. How about the Punisher? Oh. He protects everybody. 
Yeah, I mean, his kid died, but it wasn't his yeah. fault. Could you imagine getting in trouble, though, and he's the punishment the Punisher puts out <laughs> on his kid? Could be rough. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess, like, you know. Luke Cage and Je- Luke Cage was a good dad to Danielle Cage. Yeah. Because she turned out to be Captain America, and you have right. to be legit to be Captain yeah, America. True, true. So Luke Cage would be a great dad. I think, yeah. Which, by the way, Luke Cage, uh, the last Active Peak episode, so go back and listen to that yeah, on I, I actually just did, so. I was thinking of Luke Cage, but, yeah. Yeah, I went on a tangent about the villains in that one. <laughs> I love the show. felt strongly about the villains, so. Well, that's that's our, our Father's Day episode. Yeah. I think that we have, one, we have two great Mount Rushmores. Great shirt ideas, because <laughs> I think that's our next shirt. That's our first shirt. Um, and we got a live show coming up. I can't wait. <laughs> that's that's it i mean i just I, I have a shirt idea for our live show but i don't think i'm gonna be able to get it made yeah. in time we'll, well see i have a shirt for our live I show know. do you see that oh yeah. <laughs> i'm ready i'm so ready and if we were sponsored by underoos if you're listening underoos we would have had an outfit for our live show but you missed the opportunity so listeners we want you to chime in and share your mount rushmore as a favorite father definitely and let us know if ours are if, if they hold weight and if they don't, then we get it. If we missed anybody, I'm sure we missed a lot of people. We yeah. went on some good dad, bad dad <laughs> tangents. But let us know. You let us know on Twitter. Um, that's probably the best place to reach us, which is the Grays, T-H-E-G-R-Y-S. Galaxy Wars podcast on everything else. Instagram, SoundCloud, Facebook, Google Play, Apple Pod, Apple Podcasts, Podknife, Audio Beans. Yeah. Um, everywhere. I've been pushing CastBox. I like that yeah. app. That's yeah, app. that's a fun one. Yeah. So follow us on all those. Like and review, five stars preferably. If you're in the Philly area, June 23rd, it's a couple of days from now. Check us out at the podcast festival at Malcolm Comics. Um, and that's near the Kensington area of Philadelphia on Frankfurt Ave. So check us out there. We go on at 5. We're closing that bitch down. <laughs> Come and check us out. Next week, uh, well, we, we obviously have our live show coming up that we'll post. And then we're going to do an Incredibles review. A lot of reviews coming up. Yep. And some more creative content. So Yeah, and uh, a couple of interviews. A lot of interviews coming up. Yeah. Some great ones that we're, yeah. we can't wait to announce once, uh, once we confirm them. So... Uh, check us out on all of our back uh, episodes and look forward to our future episodes. So um, happy Father's Day. Happy belated the Father's belated Day. Father's yeah, Day. to all the dads out there and moms, you are also the MVP. We got you next year. See ya. <laughs> Bye.